2: Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
3: Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick-cut, tastes-like-a-touchdown-in-your-mouth bacon?
0: You must be talking about Wright brand bacon, Mm -hmm. because they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon.
3: It's thick-cut, hand-trimmed, and real would smoke real. And you could tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Right Brand Bacon. That's called Right Brand Bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way.
4: You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program.
5: Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. Gang's all here ready to go. It's a Monday, best and worst of the weekend. Your opportunity to be part of the program dial us up, email, tweet, all the above. Operator Tyler standing by for your phone calls. Say good morning to those watching on Peacock, our streaming partner, and listening on our radio affiliates around the country iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, and nearly 400 cities around America. Former college coach Rick Neuheiser will join us a little bit later on. We'll talk about the rankings, the bowl games, and what he thinks is going to happen from here on out. Ross Tucker, our good buddy from CBS Sports, will stop by a little bit later on. We'll hear from Dion Sanders as well. He meets with his football players at Colorado much longer. 877 3DP Show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Calendar still available. DanPatrick.com, plus some holiday candles, a bunch of great items for the season, all available at DanPatrick.com. Stat of the Day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Saints at the Buccaneers coming up tonight. We have our playoffs set. The bowl games are set as well, some interesting matchups. But you look back on what happened yesterday, and it was Cincinnati and Kansas City because we got to see something That doesn't normally happen, and that is Joe Burrow with the ball is as dangerous as any quarterback right now in the game. With the game on the line, Joe Burrow living up to his nickname with apologies to Joe Montana, of Joe Cool. 27-24, three consecutive wins against the Chiefs by that score, by Joe Burrow and the Bengals. When the Bengals started out this year, they went all in on their offensive line. And rightfully so, they were trying to protect Joe Burrow, who's already had one knee surgery. And I thought, wow, what a great way to spend the offseason going out and getting a couple of defensive line. Well, it's taken a while for that offensive line to gel, but what they did yesterday, and in the back of your mind, you're thinking, that's still a dangerous team. They got a good defense. You got Joe Burrow. You got Jamar Chase. They have weapons. T. Higgins is good. They, they have Some experience here, obviously, going to the Super Bowl last year. City, there are certain teams where you go, we're not worried about them, or not worried about them. Cincinnati is a team that will certainly be in the back of your mind, or maybe in the front of your mind when you think about this. But that was an impressive win yesterday. Packers stay alive with a win against the Bears. Uh, Eagles and Cowboys roll, and then you start to look at that Cowboys offense. I know that OBJ is going to make his decision probably on Wednesday who he's going to join, and I've heard both Giants or the Cowboys. Now, if you're the Cowboys, do you need him? Be a nice luxury, but you also want to keep him from the Giants. That's the other team. I know Buffalo is in there, but it feels like it's a two-horse race there for OBJ. But what you saw with the Cowboys last night, what you didn't see from the Colts last night, that was sad. A sad sad performance by the Colts. But the thing that would probably keep me awake if I'm an NFC team is the Cowboys' defense. The offense, I expect them to be great. It's the defense that's ranked third right now. And I look at the Ninth Bay is down. Green Bay is just about out. You got Dallas. You got the Eagles. But as far as who do you have to worry about? I mean, The NFC is wide open, especially with Garoppolo being injured. And then I wonder, if you're San Francisco, so you're on your third-string quarterback now because you already lost Trey Lance, you had Garoppolo as your backup, and now you have Brock Purdy. Can you make a trade? Do you have anything to trade? Let's say to Cleveland. Let's say you wanted to bring in Jacoby Brissett. Since you're starter now in Cleveland, what could you get for Jacoby Brissett, and how much of an upgrade would that be for Brock Purdy? Jacoby Brissett is a good quarterback. He's not a franchise quarterback, but he's a good quarterback. I don't know what you can give up to Cleveland to get him, but you have a team that can win the Super Bowl talent-wise, and that defense is unbelievable. Nick Bosa, I think that's a sack in six consecutive games. He's done that twice in his career, but you do have skilled position players, and it's there for the taking in the NFC. Back to the Bengals against the
4: Chiefs, here's Joe Burry. You know, our, our team knows what it takes to win those kind of games. It's, it's December now. This is when we start to turn it up. We just find ways to win these games. That's all there is to say about it. You know, we're going to get back to practice, keep getting
5: better, correct the mistakes that we made, and move on. I think they love the fact they went to the Super Bowl, barely lost in the Super Bowl, and then everybody pretty much forgot about them, certainly with the first six weeks of the season. But... They probably are saying great. That's fine, you know. Underestimate us. We'll go wherever we need to go, face whoever we need to face. Patrick Mahomes and that's saying an awful lot. Uh as far as uh the Broncos or the 49ers, I oh, sorry Todd. I <laughs> <No, we> almost, <laughs> almost knocked that in there. I almost said something about the Broncos. There's well, really nothing to say. How about we hear from Russell Wilson? Why not? The Broncos lose yet again.
0: We got to find ways to You know, score touchdowns. This game's about touchdowns and finding a way to win. At the end of the day, no matter what the score is, whether it's you know forty-five to forty-four or or uh, ten to nine or whatever it could be, you know, we got to win them.
5: Pauly, what week is that from with Russell Wilson?
3: Yeah, we couldn't we we couldn't find any sound, so we grabbed a week seven clip from him.
5: Oh, okay. It it could be last week, the week before, the
1: week. Got to get it in the end zone.
5: Yeah, you do. Can't just kick. Yeah, Broncos have played ten games this season in which they've scored one touchdown or less the most such games in a season in franchise history. This program brought to you by the great folks at Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. We could talk about how with Discover, redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. And that's amazing. Learn more. Discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. If you're Kyle Shanahan, what do you do today? Can you do anything today? Do you go out and try to bring in another quarterback? I think they're bringing in Josh Johnson, who's a journeyman just so you have another quarterback on the roster, but you've already lost Jimmy G, you lose Trey Lance, and now you have Brock Purdy, who was the last. But he looked good yesterday to come in in that situation. Granted, you're at home, but you're playing a quality opponent, and you do have a lot of weapons there. That's where you say to him, look, you don't have to act like you're at Iowa State. You don't have to try to win games. Just don't lose games. And if you manage those games, the defense will keep you in it. But I don't know if the 49ers do anything. What can they do? But that, that's a great roster that they have. All right, Seton, what's the poll question today?
0: How long do you think uh, October and December is going to last in? Um,
5: they may have no other choice but for it to last for a couple of months here. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I don't know what they would do. You know, make him your quarterback there. Holy smokes. Yeah. What a ride. That's it. It's an unbelievable story, though, for Brock Purdy. But, you know, and who made that decision? Somebody had to go in the war room. Hey, we got the last pick who we're taking.
0: Why not? Yeah, why not?
5: Well, yeah, we we already have quarterbacks. We're good. I don't know. Let's just take Brock Purdy.
0: Kid could sling it a little bit. You know,
5: I've listened to Dan Patrick's show, and Seton (laughs) O'Connor loved Brock Purdy. All right, let's take it. Should have won the Heisman as a sophomore, (laughs) if I'm not mistaken.
0: Based off one game against West Virginia. Of course. Uh, What else do you have? (laughs) Uh, Well, we could dive in a little bit to college football, Dan, if you want. Okay. Uh, Here's one for Paulie. What should be the primary rationale for putting a team in the college football playoff? Their season resume or how competitive they would be in the playoff itself? Mm
5: -hmm. Well, that's tricky because he's emphasized the word primary. You can have both. Yeah. But what's your main decision based Um, on get you a conference title game i I think those are important ingredients to have that that at least you know what do we need to do to get into the playoffs if you need to be in your conference title game or win your conference title then i think you got to start there just to be fair to everybody that you have sort of the same requirements there now do i think that alabama would be dangerous in the playoffs i do that doesn't mean they deserve to be in there And the Ohio State got in. I was wondering if the committee was going to have Michigan versus Ohio State. Georgia. And keep in mind, maybe it wouldn't be warranted, but it's a TV show. If I said you could have the first game, Ohio State, Michigan, rematch, neutral field, sure thing. TCU-Georgia may not be pretty. But is it fair to Georgia that they start out with Ohio State? That's tough sledding too. But I wasn't surprised at anything. You know, I watched the uh, Utah game, and when Caleb Williams was down—not out—but he was down. He looked great in the first quarter, and then you could see where he was hobbled. Stad an excuse there. Still think he's going to win the Heisman. Give credit to Utah. Utah. Uh, Did not blink and was not afraid. And what they did in the fourth quarter was very, very impressive there. Yeah, Paul.
3: It's wild that two years from now, Utah would be in the playoffs based off that win. Tulane would be in the playoffs. Playoffs. K-State would be in the playoffs, which means all these at-large teams. There was a point, though, where TCU was down nine to K-State. Kansas State was going to score another touchdown. And I started thinking, we're all thinking in real time, like if if TCU loses by two touchdowns plus, what would that have done to – Alabama's chances
5: and they still uh, TCU from what I was told from the outset and said this last week even if they lose that game they would stay in the, the final four and they did by the way I think Max Duggan the uh, quarterback will join us on the program tomorrow Pac-12 match the SEC for the most teams uh, in the rankings you have six Utah USC Washington Oregon State Oregon and UCLA Interesting year for the Pac-12. Obviously losing USC and UCLA, and then what teams do they add? What schools do they add? Going to Colorado, and if I'm Colorado, by the way, here's here's Dion. This is how Dion greeted his new team yesterday.
6: We got a few positions already taken care of because I'm bringing my luggage with me, and it's Louis. Okay. It ain't gonna be no more of the mess that these wonderful fans student body and some of your parents have put up with for probably two decades now. I'm coming. And when I get in, it's going to be changed. So I want y'all to get ready to go ahead and jump in that portal and do whatever you're going to get. Because the more you jump in, the more we make. Because we bring kids that are smart. Say that smart. Smart. smart.
1: Tough. Tough. Tough.
5: Now, let's get them. <laughs> smart, tough, but not you guys. Yeah. yeah. Jump in the portal. <laughs> Jump in the portal. Everybody in the deep end, come on. I'm bringing my own
0: luggage. Yeah, I, I'm bringing <laughs> Louis. I'm bringing my Louis Vuitton. Oh. oh, my God. He he actually said to those dudes, I'm bringing in a bunch of kids here who are smart and tough. Because it's not you yeah, guys. Yeah, I'm bringing in luggage. They're going to be changed. Yeah, they're smart.
5: Smart. Tough, tough, but not you guys, yeah. not us. Okay, yeah. Oh, my
0: yeah. God. Yes, yeah, Marv. And you guys aren't what? Smart. <laughs> yeah. And what else? Tough. tough. Uh, now you're gone, gone, yeah, gone. He basically made them apologize for disappointing as <laughs> guys responsible, all right? Your parents deserve better, your fans deserve but better. But I'd like to
3: thank you. You made it possible for me to get
5: the Colorado you <laughs> G- for God. being crappy. It allowed me to leave Jackson State, and I make $5 million a year. Thank you.
0: That is just
5: punishing. Yeah. Thanks for not being tough. Thanks for not being smart. I just wondered, was there anything else? Was there anything else out there for Dion? If you're going to take another job, and I don't think there was. Now, do I think there would have been other opportunities? Absolutely. And when you talk about recruiting, getting in to see mom, and, you know, he's still relevant. How long has it been since Dion Sanders has played a football game? But you see those highlights, and you're like, that dude was different. And, you know, when these DBs score a touchdown, they're high stepping. They're, they're acting like Deion Sanders out there. And number 21 is still an important number with these football players.
1: Yes, Marv? Yeah, these kids might not remember Deion as a player, but the parents sure do. Yeah. And that's, that's a, a great big point. thing. Deion retired in 2005.
5: But I think the amazing part is Dion does not seem old. And what he did at Jackson State, now going to Colorado, uh, that's a big move there, big move. All right, we'll take a break. Phone calls are coming up. We'll settle on, our, settle on a poll question here. Rick Neuheisel, who used to coach at Colorado, will join us. We'll find out if he thinks it's a great opportunity there for both. And Ross Tucker will join us coming up next hour. Just getting started.
3: Injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah!
1: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You've already talked about that, but there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments
2: and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
5: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. He's Ross Tucker, CBS Westwood One color analyst, host of Ross Tucker Football Podcast, The uh, former NFL offensive lineman, host of uh, Even Money, a betting podcast. Our good buddy joining us, as he always does, every Monday. The best team in football right now is who, Ross Tucker? Oh, I
6: think it's the Philadelphia Eagles, Dan. And I think it's hard to make an argument otherwise at this point. That was an epic beatdown of a Tennessee Titans team that never loses two games in a row that I have tremendous amount of respect for. My former teammate, Mike Vrabel, as the head coach, you know the Titans are tough. You know they're going to be in every game. They weren't at all. I mean, the Eagles totally dominated them up front, both sides of the ball. Dan, if they want to run for 350 yards, they do that against the Packers. You want them to throw for 350 yards... They do that against the Titans. Now they have six D tackles, a bunch of D linemen getting after Tannehill. Even though I think Jalen Hurts is probably at this point the MVP of the league, which is wild to even say. I think right now it's the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they have by far the strongest argument.
5: Okay. Then second-best team is who?
6: Well, that's a little bit more difficult. I do not think it's the Minnesota Vikings. You know, the Vikings have won every close game. I mean, the law of averages, Dan, you've been doing this a long time. You never win every close game. They've won every close game. Their only two losses, they got blasted by the Eagles and Cowboys.
5: Okay, the Vikings are the first team in league history to start a season 9-0 and in games decided by eight points or less. So that backs up your claim here. It's. <laughs> I mean, so
6: I'm going to use that all week, by the way. Thank you for that. That stat of the day, stat of the day. <laughs> that was awesome. I'm going to use it all week. And it, what's really wild to me about that, Dan, it's not like – they have Mahomes as their quarterback, right? Like it's not like they have Joe Montana and you're like, okay, well they're going to win their fair share of close games. They're going to win out of nine or seven out of nine. It's cousins. And it's, it's, it's a wild stat right now. um, I still throw up there, the Bengals. I like the Niners as well, although it's a little bit of a different conversation now with the Jimmy G injury. Um, And certainly the bills are still in the mix. I think it's clear The Eagles are the best. I think those three or four teams I just named, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Kansas City, maybe the Cowboys, maybe the Niners are in the mix to be the next best one.
5: Wait, maybe the Cowboys? What am I missing here? Third in offense, third in defense? Is is this just an anti-Cowboy bias by you? No, I don't think so. I, I think the Cowboys absolutely
6: deserve to be in the mix. I think they are one of the three, four best teams in the NFL. Absolutely. There should there should now I will also say this. It was twenty one nineteen at home in the fourth quarter against the Colts. It wasn't an overwhelmingly impressive performance until all the turnovers happened. Um uh, but they're playing at a really high level as well. I, I think I think I'll take the Cowboys probably right now over the Niners with Purdy at quarterback and the Vikings. So the two best teams in the NFC might both be in the NFC East and it might be the two teams that destroyed the minnesota vikings earlier in the year
5: what can the Niners do with uh, jimmy garoppolo done for the year
6: not much um not like there's anybody out there i I guess they could maybe call like a philip rivers oh no no,
5: no no we can't do that why not no no i i'd rather call drew Brees uh as long as he didn't die from being uh you know electrocuted or whatever happened struck by lightning um God, you can no. You can't bring in Philip Rivers. I,
6: I I hear you. I wonder who they would consider. I think they need to consider somebody. I'm sure Favre would love to change the conversation around him right now. Favre wouldn't mind being in the headline. No, no, no. We can't have
5: Favre back. No, <laughs> we 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 can't. We we, we can't do that. Um, all right. A, quarterback twenty five or under that you would I give you Lamar Kyler. Joe Burrow or uh, Justin Herbert or other Tua. Well, Hertz is in
6: there. Oh, yeah. I, I think you got to put Hertz in okay. there right now. Definitely not Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson. Uh, how old is Josh Allen? He's older than 25 He's 26. now? Okay. Out of those guys, it's either Joe Burrow or Hertz for me. Um, you, you would take Hertz over Justin Herbert yes I would yeah I think Herbert is fantastic and I will say this it's a little hard to evaluate those guys at times I'm watching both those games yesterday Jalen Hurts Dan at times has like five or six seconds to throw the ball and there's nobody around him I mean the clean- meanwhile you watch Herbert I mean, Chandler Jones, Max Crosby, they were all over him. He's running around. He's trying to throw the ball like this. I will say the thing that makes me lean towards hurts. It is just so valuable having a court like that. I mean, it just opens up so many things for your offense. The question is like, what does that mean five years from now or 10 years from now when they're running isn't as much of a threat? But Jalen Hurts has real – Dan, I, I thought maybe this year he'd be a top 15 quarterback. Maybe. I'm stunned by this. Herbert was hit 14 times yesterday. Yeah. The Chargers are the same thing every year.
5: I, know, I It's got to be maddening to be a fan of their <laughs> – I buy in. Guilty as charged, it feels like, every year. I go, no, this is the year. No, this is – no, uh but Joe Burrow I think is the right answer there.
6: Yeah, now he has a decent injury history. Although I will say this about Joe. He's actually running a little bit more than I ever thought he had in him. He's not a runner, right? They're not He scrambles. A ton he, of dis- yeah, he he scrambles. Yeah, he can get a couple. You need a quarterback. It's really hard now if your quarterback can't get a couple first downs with their legs. They even have called a couple quarterback draws now for Joe. Yeah, He missed today and followed the running back up for positive yardage. I think Burrow is a very, very good answer. I think the the leaning towards Burrow would be – He's already shown he can do it in the playoffs, yeah, at a high level and win those games in the playoffs. Hurts has not shown that. Hurts has one playoff game against the Bucks and he was awful.
5: Yeah, I think that's where the tipping point is for Joe Burrow because he went to the Super Bowl and you saw him go toe to toe with Mahomes and didn't he? He didn't blink, and a couple of those passes were really difficult passes with the game on the line. You know what I think is interesting about that, Dan? and
6: and rightfully so, no matter what his stats are this year, no matter how well he's playing, there are a bunch of people that still won't totally buy in the Hurts until they see him do it in one of those back-and-forth games against Mahomes or Josh Allen or maybe Bro... And I get it. I, I, I totally get it. Until they see him do it in a big game, playoffs or whatever, against a quarterback like that... People
5: are still going to be skeptical of Hurts. I think that's fair until. He-, he did not look comfortable in the game against Tampa Bay last year. By the way, where is Tampa on the the landscape of good teams, great teams in the NFC? Not in the top four. They're, they're, they're not. I think
6: they are a clear step below. Vikings, Cowboys,
5: Niners, Eagles, and they're going to be probably eight and nine and host a playoff game.
6: Yeah, and the thing that's crazy is they still have enough good players, and because of Brady, none of us would be like shocked if they went and won a couple of playoff games. I don't see them winning three though. Man, they would really no. have to yeah. turn this thing around to be. Able, I mean, in in consecutive weeks to beat like. The Cowboys, the Vikings, the Niners, the Eagles—you know, some combination of two or three of those—I just don't see it.
5: Ross will be on the call Saturday for Army Navy for Westwood One. Uh, what's the weather supposed to be like in Philadelphia? You know,
6: I didn't even look yet. I was just what? about to pull it up. I'll say this: my single favorite day of the year, Dan. Every year, um, Saturday it'll be—it'll be nice, partly sunny. High of 44, so it doesn't look like we're getting a weather game. I try to describe it to people. You know, I grew up outside of Philadelphia. I never went. People would say, oh, you got to go to the Army-Navy game. You got to go. I never, I was like, eh, I'm, I got Penn State season tickets. Like, I never went. You got to go. Anybody watching or listening, you have to go. It's hard to explain how your heart feels during that day, but it just feels awesome you're everybody in there is like bursting with pride and patriotism yep. no matter what the record is no matter what's going on i think it's the greatest rivalry in sports i know people say ohio state michigan those guys are all already have agents they're gonna sign <laughs> with that they know already they're all looking at nfl for these guys this is it this is it. Like, th- there is no bigger game. They're not going to the playoff, college football playoff. They're not going to the NFL. They're representing millions of men and women that watch the game. To me, there is no bigger game.
5: We'll be, uh, we'll be watching. We'll be listening. Thank you, Ross. Absolutely. See you, Dan. That's Ross Tucker, CBS Westwood One color analyst, host of Ross Tucker Football Podcast, available every Monday. Always great to talk to him. And he's right about this. The atmosphere, it's not about the records of the teams. It's the atmosphere that you have that you can't replicate. And if you do get that opportunity, I've said before, if you could ever get to West Point and watch a football game in October, early November, it's gorgeous, and you will never feel prouder. Ever. Never. You just watch those men and women, and you go... Those are real heroes. You know, when we talk about, oh, the team's going into battle. No, they go into battle. But if you get that opportunity,
1: it's a a wonderful feeling. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards.
0: Wow, you know, I really I mean, thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun.
5: If you have, then you're going to love pick six. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat, rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours
4: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
5: Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Let's bring in Rick Neuheisel. He covers college football, part of uh, CBS's studio crew for the SEC title game between Georgia and LSU. Also in studio for Army-Navy. That's next Saturday. December 10th on uh, CBS. And Rick Neuheisel, our good buddy, joins us on the program. Well, tell me, did the committee get it right?
4: I think they got the right four teams, Dan. I just don't think they got the right order. Uh, For Georgia to finish number one and to have to play Ohio State, I guarantee you they would not have chosen their opponent uh, in in, uh, the semifinal. But also, it's a TV
5: show. That's what right. I always wonder. Ohio State-Michigan, and you had that in the Final Four? I, look, TCU may be a sacrificial lamb, but that's okay. You would have a monster game with Ohio State in Michigan. And and maybe I'm being a, a little too snarky with this, but it is a TV show that they're producing, Rick.
4: Corrigan said uh, to Reese Davis that that never came up, that it would be an Ohio State-Michigan rematch, like that—, that- no one acknowledged the elephant in the room, <laughs> that must be a very small room <laughs> if no one said it in the room because it was said elsewhere, I guarantee. If TCU had lost by double digits, finish that sentence. Alabama probably nudges in. But as you look at Alabama's resume, as good as we, are, as we know them to be, you have to sit there and acknowledge that their best win – was probably and neither one of those. The Mississippi State one was a dominant win. The the Texas win was you know Bryce Young doing heroic things again. Alabama's outside looking in because Alabama didn't play up to their potential. It's Alabama's fault.
5: Why not have Tennessee ranked ahead of Alabama since they beat Alabama?
4: It's a glitch. It's a glitch. I understand that uh, Tennessee looked horrible in the uh, game against Helkers no longer available. Uh, but it's a glitch when you're right next to one another, same record, yeah. and one beat the other. Uh, that shouldn't have gone to print. They should have had Tennessee back ahead of them.
5: Do we have a Heisman winner? Uh, it is Caleb Williams and then?
4: I think so. You know, at the end, I didn't see the much of the first half of the game. I was at a dinner and unfortunately wasn't able to watch when he got hurt. Uh, I felt like at the end of the game he was – you know, obviously depressed over what was taking place. But watching the film of the game, Dan, they took the Utah uh, defense and the entire offense went away. The, the, all the run fits, they didn't have to worry about him keeping the ball. It was, uh, it was, pouncing on a wounded animal, and, and uh, it was ugly to watch. But Caleb Williams was fantastic from start to finish.
5: We're talking to the former college coach, Rick Neuheisel, who was at UCLA in Washington and Colorado. Col- and Colorado. And Colorado. And now
4: Dion comes in. Your reaction? Well, I'm happy for Dion. Uh, you know, I was with him. Uh, my little brief tenure in the NFL at the Ravens, that was his last stop along his NFL career. So I got to be around Dion and love him. And I doubt not in the least that he's going to be uh, successful because he's got such a magnetism to him and he'll be caught up in the recruiting world very quickly. What I didn't like is that on one side, he's telling the kids at Jackson state, be careful before you put yourself in the portal because you might not find a home. And then he arrives in Colorado and tells everybody to go in the portal. (laughs) You know, I brought my own luggage. You know, I'm going to I got guys that are playing these roles. These are kids. And somewhere, somehow, Dan, and I don't know who's going to take responsibility, but we've got 40 percent of these kids getting it put in this portal, whether it's their act of pressing send in the computer or somebody nudging him as we saw Dion look like that was a giant nudge to the Colorado roster who where who's going to be on the hook for their uh education because that's gets a bigger issue and I think the 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 adults in the room have to uh, sit down and figure that out.
5: Okay, so he I was surprised that he went to Colorado. It felt like that he had built up a good enough resume that there would be other opportunities there. I know his alma mater turned their backs on him uh, a couple of years ago, but why Colorado?
4: Well, in this cycle, uh, there wasn't another opportunity. There would have been. There's no question the cachet that he was developing as a college football coach was growing, and there would have been an opportunity. But I think he just said, you know, I'm going to start on this quest moving forward and I, I wouldn't be surprised that if he moves from Colorado to a more prominent position in the college football world, assuming that Colorado doesn't become that. I mean it wasn't so long ago that Colorado was a top ten team.
5: Yeah, I understand that you're as low as you could possibly be, but you're also schools and chancellors and presidents athletic directors have to look at it and go, there's gonna be twelve opportunities here to make the playoffs. And you can turn a football
4: program around a whole lot quicker than we used to. Oh, as we saw Brian Kelly and we saw Lincoln Riley do literally overnight. Uh, they, they both had programs that, you know, had the resources with name, image, and likeness and, and uh, the cachet to get into the transfer portal and, and change their fortunes literally overnight. But, uh, and, and, and I'm sure, as Rick George says, I don't have the money now the athletic director at Colorado, but I'll find it. That part of that deal is he's going to find some NIL money to uh, lure people to the Rockies as well.
5: If you're Jim Harbaugh, I know that these NFL rumors have come up again. I don't know what Jim is doing differently than he did a couple of years ago. He better
4: not. He better not.
5: You can't see a scenario where you know he got him to the Final Four and proved a great coach even though they had him take a pay cut a couple of years ago that now he – I mean, it feels like the NFL is still there for him, whether it should be or not.
4: Listen, there, there's no question. And how close he wants to get to the flame uh, is is entirely up to him. I think we all admire the job that he's done. He keeps talking about uh, a locker room of heroes uh, and how much he's enjoying these, these uh, relationships with the youngsters. He seems like a guy who's really happy uh, in his own skin. But if this dalliance and this idea of Super Bowl, that his brother has a Super Bowl trophy and he doesn't, uh, keeps luring him to the flame, then then so be it. But the way he talked after getting, you know, a, okay, come back inside, son, you know, after the dalliance with the Vikings toward Manuel, I, I don't think, you know, as June said to Ward, I don't know that they're going to be nice to the Beaver again if he does it again. (laughs) Uh, Nick Saban, the
5: politician, did his best, but uh, how angry – is it more anger or disappointment, do you think, with Saban in Alabama?
4: Well, I think it's – he doesn't waste many opportunities to learn from mistakes. The leadership on that team, I think, is going to be what's going to be examined. Uh, Was there the kind of, you know – what was the – the, the A personality, the type A personality on that team to get that team to understand that you have to play at the highest level when you go into these because you're always going to be on the hunted list. Now, Kirby Smart on the other side says, no, we're the hunter. And what for whatever reason, they found themselves in far too many close games given the talent that uh, they have on that ball club. Great to talk to you as always. Thank you, Rick. Happy holidays, Dan.
5: That's Rick Neuheisel, part of the uh, CBS studio crew. He'll be in studio for Army Navy. That'll be on Saturday, and uh, that'll be on CBS. It's
2: Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff.